If you are a veteran and have filed a VA disability claim and have been denied, have received a low rating, or you're unsure how to get started, reach out to us. Go to vacifree30.com linked in our show notes and take advantage of a free VA claim discovery call. Learn what you've been missing so you can finally get the disability rating and compensation you deserve. my brothers and sisters of the uniform. It's time again for another episode of Doc on the Road. I noticed that there's been a lot of conversations about mental health lately, and I want to go ahead and touch on that a little bit, specifically because that is my background. I was a practicing psychologist for over 20 years and did all kinds of different things and then started working with vets for a little bit. At the end of my career, I went ahead and decided, hey, look, I'm going to go ahead and retire from this and actually start helping vets full time. Because there is a slight difference when you're dealing with mental health and veterans. Because veterans, the the way we look at it, you received some kind of trauma somewhere along the line, and that has created situations and symptoms for mental health on a regular basis for you. And I keep hearing the word normal. There is no such thing as normal. There's never going to be a normal for anything that deals with mental health because we all respond in different ways. However, when you're a veteran, you've been taught to be a warrior. And, you know, that crosses the lines of all branches, all job responsibilities, all different types of situations. Everybody thinks that it's just combat or it's just those type of situations. It's not because that's just one part of mental health is receiving trauma from combat. Now, say we hurt our leg or say we hurt our arm or back or something like that. We always seek treatment for that, and we always seek out ways to cope with that. But yet, there's such a stigma about mental health that when it comes to a veteran, we've always been taught to be a warrior. We've always taught to not to complain, not to overanalyze anything or any kind of situation like that. But when you're a veteran, you've been taught a certain set of skills. Again, this crosses all areas to where you serve or areas where you learn these, because we're all taught these at one point, being a veteran, you're taught to protect. You're taught to protect yourself. You're taught to protect your buddies. And you're taught to stay on a heightened alert at all times. Now, because of this, this does create situations that will key different symptoms that follow under the mental health umbrella. And this is a real easy type of explanation of that. And of course, it goes a little bit deeper with each of us because each of us are different. And this is why it's so important that you forget about that stigma. Okay, you're at a point in your life where this stuff needs to be addressed now. And when you're at that point, you realize that welcome to the first stage of trying to figure out coping mechanisms and figure out ways to deal with this on a normal basis or a practical basis is the way I like to put it. So you can actually help family members understand what you're going through. Because again, we don't seek the treatment for this particular condition. And this is just like every other condition that you would seek treatment for because you did receive some kind of trauma somewhere along the line. Okay. And everybody's always talked about PTSD. There's lots of other mental health. I always make the joke that if you served in the military whatsoever, you should be handed your DD-214 and a diagnosis for somatic symptom disorder, because you are going to feel some of the pain that comes along with that later in life because of what you did. 
And again, that crosses all lines of jobs because each of us went through different things, but we each strained different areas of our body. So they might as well go ahead and start handing those out too. That way you actually have a mental health diagnosis because you are going to feel that. That's part of the old chronic pain disorder. So somatic symptom disorder is always going to be there. Matter of fact, I'm actually diagnosed with PTSD and somatic symptom disorder, but the VA only recognizes one mental health disorder at a time, unless there is a mental disorder and then something like eating disorder. That's about the only time you see the two together. So all of these disorders have the same 31 symptoms and you need to get in there and find out what these symptoms are. Because you're going to find out as you educate yourself that some of these symptoms you just take as regular day, but they are symptoms. I used to drive home and the kids would be in the back of the truck or the car and they would say, dad, you missed your turn. Most of the time that's because I had something banging around in my head and wasn't really thinking. I knew I missed the turn after I went past it, but then I would always come up with the thing like, well, just in case somebody's following us home, I'm going to go ahead a different way. Of course, I just added paranoia in there. So paranoia is also are part of the disorders or the symptoms for disorder. So the cool thing about this is when we recognize these, and it's okay to also have a family member maybe even help you out with this, because they are going to recognize other things in you that you don't recognize all the time because you just take it as normal. There could be a number of things. You walk around the vehicle a few times just to make sure everything's safe before you actually start it. There could be when you're sitting in a restaurant, you're looking at all the exits, you're watching all the other patriots that are there, and you've got your plan of escape. All of this kind of folds into the symptoms of a mental disorder because you've received a trauma to your brain and the neurons aren't firing correctly, or they're firing at a heightened rate or a slower rate, any one of these can happen. So the best thing to remember is one, you need to recognize that you're actually suffering from some kind of group of symptoms that create a mental disorder, and then seek treatment and seek help, get a diagnosis, make sure that you're doing something that actually helps you get through the day and be able to not think that you don't belong or that you stand out in the crowd. Again, those are parts of the symptoms too. And it's okay to feel like that. It's okay because we were warriors at one point and we need to go ahead and figure out how to get ourselves into a better situation to where we don't let these symptoms take control of our life. And we're able to go ahead and offset them or redirect them in a major way to where we can actually, you know, feel a little bit different. And that's kind of where I say there is light at the end of the tunnel is because you get to that point where you're figuring that all out. But it all starts with you recognizing that you do suffer from symptoms of mental health and there is no stigma. It's just part of what you went through. If you're an old paratrooper, you have a limp, you just deal with that. You go ahead and you get treatment and you go ahead and see what you can do to actually help stabilize the knee. You see what you can do. The same concept needs to happen with mental health. You need to figure out ways to stabilize that. And so that doesn't create other problems in your life. That's where a lot of us get in trouble with this is because we do let those symptoms control our lives. We do let those things kind of eat away at us. And, and the next thing we know, we're yelling at somebody that really doesn't deserve it, or we could have redirected and not dealt with it and moved along without getting ourselves in trouble or situations where we feel like we have to self-medicate. Self-medication is another big problem for veterans because we do 
think that that's the best way. I feel a lot better if I'm at, you know, at the local pub and I'm pounding a few real quick. The next thing I know, I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about, uh, you know, something else. Guys, we need to learn to redirect without any kind of chemical dependencies or any kind of chemical situation, because that's basically what's going on upstairs is you have that chemical imbalance going on. And that's why that seems to work, but it doesn't because as soon as you come down from that high, you're going to have the same issues and it might even be heightened at that point because you're messing around with the chemical imbalances in a negative way by jumping on to some kind of chemical dependency or some kind of replacement to get yourself to feel better. Now, of course, with Doc on the Road, we don't go too far into a lot of things about the diagnoses and stuff like that because it takes some time to actually learn about all this stuff. So I urge you, if you have a coach, you get with your coach, you guys go ahead and start working up your strategy and your plan to address this stuff. But remember the one main key that I want to get across to you today is get that first step done. Step forward and say, yes, I do have some issues and I would like to work on them. And then start the process of one, identifying them, two, coming up with a plan to offset them or redirect them. And then three, just keep working that plan over and over and over. And then it's going to turn into a habit. And when it turns into a positive habit, that can only help you in the long run. Love you guys. If you guys need a coach, you know how to get a hold of me. You'll see down in the notes here the best way to get a hold of me email and also signing up for the program here at BACI. And also, if you think that you might need a different coach, we have plenty of coaches across the whole spectrum and we'll definitely get you in the right place where you need to be. But definitely, as a veteran, you need to realize. One, there's no normal. Two, you're suffered a trauma that affects your chemical balances in your brain. And three, you need to seek treatment and identifying it. So just remember all those steps. I look forward to talking to you guys more about this on a deeper scale if we need to. And that's what we can do here at VACI. I think this is one of the main areas that a lot of people kind of brush off and just say, hey, that's just the way I am now. Well, that's fine. But we need to go ahead and find ways to help you get through your day with less stress, less dependency on any kind of other chemicals, and actually continue building this community in a positive manner. So love you guys. Talk to you next time. This is Doc out. The VA claims process is a pain. Many veterans struggle for years trying to increase their ratings or even get rated at all. Most are not getting the compensation they deserve. Here at VA Claims Insider, we've supported more than 15,000 veterans to win their claims and increase their ratings. Now it's your turn. Schedule your free VA Claim Discovery Call with one of our team members by going to vacifree30.com linked in our show notes. You'll learn what gaps you need to fill to speed up your claim and increase your rating.